Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello and welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin. I am the Movie Geek. Uh, my wife, Chrissy, is taking the week off this week. That's because it's Fantasy Movie Draft Week. It's our podcast competition that combines the love of movies with the thrill of draft day for fantasy sports like football or baseball or basketball. Yes, instead of players, we draft movies. And this this week is an exciting one for me. Uh, we've done about five or six of these already. But this is the one I've been waiting for for a while. This week, we are drafting 1980s horror movies, folks. And holy cow, I'm excited. I want to get right to it by introducing our players this week. All new players this week, all from the hashtag MoviePodSquad Network. First up, we have... we. His first name is, is Brian, but we don't call him Brian. His last name is Shampoo. He is from the Buds, Beers, and Brutality podcast. Shampoo, what's going on, man? What is up, people? I am super stoked to be here. Honestly, I probably don't belong here, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm here, and I'm here to stay, and I'm here to win. So Shampoo is uh, amongst our group. He is one of the youngest, maybe the youngest, if, if I can remember Shampoo, but I'm a I'm a old ass man at 28 years old. He his liver is sharply declining with all oh, the yeah, alcohol he's been like drinking. My liver's like 55 at least, at least. <laughs> um, but he's on a a, a horror podcast, horror centric podcast, and um, his knowledge of horror, especially 80s horror, is probably minimum to none. <laughs> So, hey, that's that's very that's yeah, you're you're fucking awesome. <laughs> he's Thanks the he's the sacrificial lamb of the draft of the draft here. Yeah. Uh, that's why tonight. it's going to be really goddamn embarrassing whenever I win it all. <laughs> so, uh n- not only do we have shampoo joining us, we have his uh co-host the fearless, his- the fearless leader Co-host of the 3B Horror Pod. Co- co-host of his podcast, Chris is also joining us from Buds Beers and Brutality. Chris, what's going on, sir? Oh shit, it's the movie draft. Dude, I am excited for this. I have been listening to the uh, all the other movie drafts. It's my favorite episodes you guys do. I've been angling to get on this specific one for a while, and I'm ready to clean house. I can this vouch is gonna for be that. Fun. He's, been, he's been talking about it for like seven months. He's like, I'm going to go on Movie Geek, and I'm going <laughs> to go on a draft, and I'm going to dominate. Except then I was here. So, sorry, Chris, you're going to lose. And I also said it exactly like that, too. In that exact voice. In that tone of voice. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but you brought along shampoo. Why? Why, Chris? Why? Because you asked him to be on. I didn't want to bring shampoo on. <laughs> he didn't. He really didn't. <laughs> so, so, not only do we have shampoo and Chris from Bud's Beers and Brutality, we also have... A big one this week. We have Epic Film Guy Justin uh, joining us from the Epic Film Guys podcast. This is huge because um, his co-host Nick 
has been the butt of jokes for several movie drafts already. So I'm excited to finally get Justin on for 80s Horror Week. What's going on? Uh, what's going on? My 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 brother with a with the same name on a different coast. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic, actually, and I. I- can't say enough how appreciative I am for this opportunity. Hopefully, I win back some respect for epic film guy Nicholas Haskins, or Mr. Skins, as I like to call him. Um, tonight, actually, to prepare myself, I just wanted to let you guys know, I showed my 13-year-old daughter A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original Wes Craven classic, for the first time. She had never seen it. She's not into horror at all. And so tonight, I said, you know what? I'm doing this uh, 80s horror fantasy movie draft. I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie to get myself prepared in the mode, in the mood. And she was like, okay, I'll finally watch it. And I've been trying to beg her to like watch something 80s horror related with me for, you know, the past couple of years. I've been like, come on, please. So she watched it. I'm ready to go, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I can't wait to do this. The only bummer about that is that you waited until she was 13 to be able to convince her to watch it. She's not really, she's, she's more of a comedy, comedy kid. She doesn't really, she has actually almost zero interest in horror. Well, so, but what? Yeah, but, what but what did she think? That's you're burying the lead. What did she think of the movie? Well, we always ask her after she sees everything because I take her to the movies with everything I see. Actually, this year I took her to see Logan, Split, a lot of different movies that people may say, "Hey, you're not going to take your kid to see that." But um, and we asked her, "Is it? What did you think?" And she said, "I liked it." And she was uh, actually wanting more gore out of it, so that was kind of surprising. So she did say she liked it. So that was that you. Was a good thing. You officially have a cool daughter. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was Hell like, yeah, I was like, this could have gone wrong. She could have like pinpointed this back like years from now. She's like. And then my dad showed me that movie because he was going to be on a, a movie draft, and it you know it scared the shit out of me because I mean <laughs> holds up, man. So um so welcome guys, I'm I'm happy to have you here. Um one thing that we uh, have started doing, kind of in honor of a couple of the other drafts, including Justin, uh, Epic Film Times, Justin is. We come to this draft uh, bearing uh, gifts in terms of what we're drinking with alcohol. So. Shampoo, I know you you've been drinking since since noon today. What are you drinking right now, sir? Um, I have three beers in front of me. Uh should I should I tell them all? Or sure. what do you what are you drinking currently? What I am drinking currently and it's almost gone because we we took a while to get started is Bent River, which is an Iowa Iowa brew. I I love Bent River. They're they're excellent. It's their double barrel aged on common stout. It's a delicious coffee stout. It has a whopping 9.75 ABV and uh, 34 IBUs. It's fantastic. I let it sit out for about 45 minutes before popping the top on that, and it is just delightful. It's a heavy stout with a really nice coffee aftertaste. And uh, most importantly, like I said, is 9.75, so it'll get you drunk. And then standing on standby is another Iowa brew of Toppling Goliath Pseudo Sue Mosaic Dry Hop, which is just tremendous. If you want some delicious craft brew, oddly enough, come to Iowa. We have a ton of it, and it's all fantastic. Shampoo's not going to last... Uh three rounds i'm just gonna call it right now with with, with nah. drinking how he has chris i'm a goddamn professional i think i'll be fine i've been drinking like you said since noon and i'm ready to go i already recorded one podcast tonight and dominated that podcast even though it wasn't a competition and oh i'm ready to dominate another chris what are you drinking sir i am drinking 
liquid double fudge. He's doomed. Stout. He is doomed. I am doomed by Evil Twin Brewery. It's a really nice stout. It's chocolatey. It's a lot of coffee flavor in there. And every time I drink this shit, I end up getting way too drunk and having a hangover the next day. And I still haven't learned my lesson. What is it? So like eleven and a half percent? Something. Yeah, it's like, like a. It's, yeah, it's like eleven five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy. It's, it's crap. really fucking potent. Yeah, but it wow. tastes good. It's like so if you, a brownie just came up and kicked you in the balls. <laughs> I'm gonna get drunk. <laughs> so you, so you guys are, are you got the high APV, Justin? What are you working with? What are you drinking, sir? Well, as I always say on our show, I'm gonna say it to myself. Yes. What do, do I it, have? Do it. Do it. Do it. This evening, I'm gonna stop there. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm not no. Gonna try bring that. it back. I, do bring it I back. thought you stopped, I dude. I thought you stopped. What Dude, happened? No, 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 no. Never let it die. I'm a I guest on your Justin. show, so I can do it uh, on your show. I'm just not going to happen yes. on our show anymore. Nice. Um, okay. Exclusive. We'll see. We'll see. So much. Exclusive. Um, but I got something special for the evening because I always try to do something I've never had on every single episode. I go out of my way. I drive far and wide. So tonight I'm drinking a beer from one of my favorite breweries from Brooklyn, New York, Six Point Brewery. It's their Puff. It's a double IPA. It's 9.8% ABV and 108 IBUs. Just hearing that the IBUs are over 100 gets me excited. And uh, I I like it. It tastes very good. Caleb, you're not on the show, but it tastes good, Caleb. It's very, very delicious. (laughs) Shut up, Caleb. (laughs) Fuck you, Dan and Caleb. Whatever you're doing right now, Dan and Caleb, shut up and where's that fuck fist off. yourself, you, know, <laughs> you bastards? I'm gonna I'm gonna get it from uh, I'm gonna get it from Nick and put there it in here. Go. So exactly, there you go, good enough. Uh, so so guys, so I've uh, I've taken a turn this draft. So usually I drink beers. I've only so I've tied one draft and lost all the rest. So I I, I just shocked up Justin. So I'm going with something different. I'm going with liquor this evening, and I'm drinking a nice. Uh, Moscow Mule with some uh, some organic vodka and some ginger beer and Did you just uh, say organic vodka. <laughs> yeah, what makes it organic? What makes the vodka organic? I don't know. It Chrissy, my wife bought this stuff. So um, made with real life Russians, exactly, and some lime juice. So I'm I'm gonna be good, guys. I, I think this is the one that I'm finally gonna pull one out because not uh, a fucking chance, Justin. <laughs> I don't have to worry about shampoo. Number one, he's right. He's already off the board. Uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, uh, and Justin uh, will be uh, more difficult, but um, we're just gonna get right to it, guys. So it's time to start the '80s horror, 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 horror. The vodka's horror? already working. Horror? It's time. It's time for fantasy movie draft, guys. No! Hey, what's just lying around? Shit! What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Hey! All right, so so here here's how we work it. So if no one's ever heard one of these before, it's just like a, a fantasy draft. Uh, if you're drafting online for fantasy baseball, fantasy football, fantasy basketball, whatever you say, uh, we have five rounds. Uh, so each of us have five picks 
in the entire draft. There will be 20 total movies that are going to be drafted. And at the end of the day, we want the best team, in quotation marks, of five movies. Because this draft board is going to go on Twitter. It's going to go on Facebook in the end. And the people at home are listening. The people on social media are going to vote for who they think had the best team at the end of this draft. Um, so we're going to start with round one. And the way we do this is we have four picks. And then the last person that picks in round one also gets the first pick in round two because we have a serpentine draft going on. So uh, Shampoo won the, the, the hat picks this week and got to pick the draft order for this draft. And just because he's a, a an asshole, uh, he he picked himself to go first. He picked <laughs> he, he picked me to go second. Uh, Has anyone never picked themselves to go first? Sure, yeah, yeah, they have. No. It's it's all strategic, nope. dude. Nope. Uh, so epic film guys, Justin goes third, and then Chris was picked fourth by his own uh, co-host yeah, of his own he's draft. A damn traitor! That's why I'm in this to win this, baby. But like you I know said, I have the power to edit you out of all of our shows. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So, so everybody, will, so so everybody will demand my return. Everybody needs to recognize that we have five rounds to go. You need to be strategic about your picks. Uh, like I said, these pick these teams are going to go online, and people are going to pick their favorites. So shampoo, you've had uh, I don't know nine hours, eight or nine hours to uh, figure out what you're picking first in the fantasy movie draft. What are you going to go with, sir? How are you going to start everything out? All Troll right, 2. So I'm not going to lie. If Troll 2 was made in the 80s, I would have picked that, number one. Unfortunately, it came out in the early 90s, so I guess my hands are tied, and I'm going to have to go with the original, the one and only Nightmare on Elm Street original. Yeah. I guess I could have just said Nightmare on Elm Street. But yeah, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, because it introduced my absolute favorite horror icon of all time, Freddy Krueger, Robert England himself, the one, the only, there will never be another Robert England and there will never be another Freddy Krueger as demonstrated when they tried to reboot the series with Jackie Earl Haley, who's an amazing actor in himself, but no one can be Freddy other than Robert and it, this movie is just absolutely incredible. It's my favorite horror series of the entire 1980s. Uh, it's scary uh, and a little bit campy, but barely at all. It's mostly scary, which is my favorite type of Freddy. My two favorite Freddy movies are are this and A New Nightmare, when Freddy is at his peak terrifyingness. Um, some of the, some of the great practical effects of all time, uh, the scene where Freddy comes through the wall and it's, they made it out of a spandex wall and just everything about this movie screams 1980s horror. I love it. I love it so much. It terrified me until I was like 11 or 12 years old because of how fucking freaky Freddy Krueger is. It's, it's, it's perfection in my opinion. Well, good pick, Shampoo, but you suck. I hate you now. So uh, what does everybody think? So I know uh, I know, just the other Justin, we, we both have a, a love of Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, what does everyone think about Shampoo's pick? Should we I think, exile him right now or, or wait for Yes. Later? I think that was probably all our number one picks, right? If we would have gotten number no, one. No, so, really? I, I, I'm shocked. Ooh. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I waffled between this movie and another. Uh, I'm I'm hoping 
I'm hoping, although I really doubt that my my other number one pick lasts to the second round. But I spent, and Chris can vouch for this, I spent all day waffling between this and another film before ultimately deciding that I had to stick to my guns and, and take Nightmare. Oh, okay. All right. Um, mm, I mean, that was that was at the top of my board. I'll go ahead and I'll tell you that now. So, uh, damn it, Shampoo. God, there was there was never any doubt. If you've ever listened to our show, you know how much I love Freddy Krueger. All right, so Shampoo just took Elm Street uh, 84 off the board. So, so he's going to take Dream Child, number two. Oh, man. So so with the second pick of the draft <laughs> uh, from 1982, I'm going to have to take The Thing, guys. Oh, oh damn it. Oh, man. That I, was my... Uh, I really... This is the movie I was talking... I waffled all day on whether I would take Nightmare or The Thing. All day. So... Uh, in my top ten of all time, I have uh, Elm Street and The Thing, and those are my two favorite horror movies of all time. Yes. So um, it's my favorite Carpenter. Uh, I've heard uh, uh, Epic Film Guy Justin talk about The Thing uh, on, on on the uh, Carpenter episode with The Countdown. That was a great episode, by the way, guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, what what can you say about the thing? Uh, I I introduced uh, my wife Chrissy. If everybody, if it, no one's ever heard one of our regular shows, to the thing, uh, and she loved it, and that was huge. Um, That's high but, praise. She I mean, hates most things you introduce her to. Exactly. Uh, we we talked about my love of of Kurt Russell. I just saw him in Guardians Two recently. He's a sexy, sexy man. Even in even in that movie with his full fucking beard, like in the middle of the snow with a bunch of dudes. Uh, great practical effects. Uh, you just can't go wrong with a thing. And uh, because Shampoo took my favorite horror movie of all time, I had to go with my second favorite of all time with a thing. And I'm happy about that. So that means uh, Epic Film Guys, Justin. You've got your first pick in round one, sir. What are you going with? Well, you guys have just mentioned your favorite Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, that's your I know where one. you're going with this. But guess what my number one is? It's a Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream yes. Warriors. Woo! Yes. Dream no more. Yeah, because Chuck Russell's a Nightmare awesome. on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors, is to me the quintessential 80s horror movie because it feels like the 80s. It looks like the 80s. You hear the music. Everything about the aesthetic of this film and the feel of it is pure 80s. That And it goes into fantasy a little bit. And the kills are a little bit more fantastic. Um, everything about the movie is amazing. And I know a lot of hardcore Freddy fans, one of my favorite, uh, one of my best buddies is a hardcore Freddy fan. This guy has literally met Robert Englund a thousand times. Everyone from the cast and crew. Literally a thousand movies, times? Uh, That's a lot. Close to it. <laughs> um, and, you know, he, he can attest to the fact that literally we all know most hardcore fans, their top three. And this is, to me, it rivals it. And my daughter asked me, well, I guess, as I said earlier in the show, I showed her the original tonight to get myself prepped for this. And she said, is this the best one? And I said, well, I still have to show you Dream Warriors. So my number one pick for the draft tonight is Dream Warriors. Man, Justin, you nailed it here. I... I was secretly hoping that I could manage to get Nightmare One and I Nightmare Three. I knew it. There was no way it was going to happen, but I was I was really holding it out. We recently had the opportunity to talk to Will Stanton, Ira Hayden yep. himself. Yeah, I saw that, uh, and it was absolutely incredible. Ira was my favorite Dream Warrior growing up. Uh, I know Chris Chris held him in high regard as well, and absolutely. it was absolutely 
it was it was a dream warrior being able to talk to Ira about our Dream Warriors episode. It was it was unbelievable. I love this movie. Every episode before we record, we listen to Dream Warriors by Yeah, Duncan. It's our theme song. I remember you guys saying that before. Yeah, it's, it comes, so. yeah, it's uh, great pick. I love this. That's uh, awesome. Pick. I'm so disappointed. So I was just like talk after Shampoo took the first Elm Street, I was like, okay, maybe I can get Dream Warriors on the way back around for round two. And so when I was talking about Elm Street being my favorite movie, I was kind of I was totally lying because Dream Warriors is my favorite movie. So because I was like, I could say Dream Warriors is my favorite movie because I would have to pick it. And I was like, I can't pick Dream Warriors right after Elm Street one. It looks really weird. So I totally fucked that up. Justin, other Justin, I hate you. Uh, good pick. Damn it. God. Uh, what do you love? So what's your favorite thing about Dream Warriors, Justin? I actually I, I listened to your B size review, but. If you were like to boil it down to the one thing that sticks out uh, in terms of that being your favorite over the original. Well, I mean, it's it's very on par with the original. So I, I always go back and forth. So I don't have a favorite. It's between the two of them. But I think it's the fact that we have the kids that are all so relatable. They feel so real. They're so different and uh, very specific characters, you know, uh, very uh, specific to who they are, what they're all about, why they're in uh, this place where all these kids are going for help and they band together as a team and it's all about teamwork and they come together as a group. Whereas in the original, you know, Nancy seems the whole time, like she's trying to get people to help her and she just keeps getting blown off by everyone, including Glenn, her boyfriend uh, played by Johnny Depp, who just doesn't seem to give a shit very much. And she does it all on her own in dream warriors. It's all a team effort and you feel that it feels real and relatable. And that's the, probably my favorite thing about the film. Totally. Also the best, Across the board, the best kills in any Nightmare on Elm Street movie. The marionette kill is is still with that shot down the, mar- the hallway, the tendons walking down the hall. It's it's beautiful. It's the just beautiful. Marionette girl in the TV. Uh, you know the Ira's death. Uh, Will Stanton's death in that movie <laughs> is is pretty excellent as well. Just gets stabbed in the goddamn heart. Oh man, such a good movie. Such a good movie, Chris. Are you what do you what do you lie on the uh, Elm Street versus Dream Warriors uh, favorite camp? I I I tend to side a little bit more with the original, um, but three I mean I, it's it's like a one A one B type thing. Three is so close to it, uh, and I know there's a lot of people out there that that like three the most, and it's definitely between those two though. Uh, but I would go with the original just because it's a little scarier, uh, but. Wes you can't Craven. go wrong with either of them, and West. Oh yeah, Wes Craven, of course. But R.I.P. You, you can't I miss go that wrong, man. So, uh, Chris, so you you've got next, sir. Uh, you've got the last pick of round one. Your first pick. What are you going to go with, sir? All right. So, with most of this, the way I approached it was was uh, a little more with my head than my heart. Uh, just trying to to see what I could get people to vote on. But I feel like I know particular what he pick, wants to pick. <laughs> this particular pick, though, I it's it's my head and my heart, and I'm going to go with the greatest werewolf movie ever made, an American Werewolf in London. Oh, I love that pick. I love that pick at number four. It's What's oh up? man, that is such a great pick at number four. Yeah, um, you know and. 
Rick Baker's special effects in that, that continuous shot of the transformation is one of the most beautiful things ever put to film. Uh, I love it. And uh, John Landis, you know, senior head chopper himself. But uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. How many times is that going to come up with us, Chris? Uh, you know, it's John Landis. Just all but, of uh, them. All of them. Uh, all the times. Low, low. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, American Werewolf in London. Also, I mean, one of those early movies where it kind of straddled the line of genre. I mean, it's a horror movie, but it's also fucking funny as hell as well. Right, and and you know he couldn't get it made for years because of that. Uh, that you know people would pass and say, you know, this is this is too funny to be a horror movie, or or this is too you know horrific to be a comedy. And it took him a long time to finally get it made, but it it struck at you know the right time. I mean, uh, there hadn't been a werewolf movie made for years and years and years, and then you have three major studio releases along with uh, Wolfen and The Howling in the same year that year. But this was the most successful, and and I got to say the best. Of the three, and the best, in my opinion, werewolf movie ever. I have to say, it's pretty great that in the first round, we managed to get not only my number one practical effects movie of all time in The Thing, we have my number two practical effects movie of all time in American Werewolf in London. The actual, like, I love CGI for what it, it allows filmmakers to do. I wish more filmmakers would take the Christopher Nolan approach and actually go out and build the sets. But you look at two movies that came out in the early 80s with some of the greatest practical effects of all time. And the thing might have the greatest practical effects of all time in American Werewolf, that tra- transformation dude, Rick scene. Baker, man. Rick, Rick Baker, Rick, oh, yeah, John, Rick Baker's the John man. John Carpenter himself said that he, he felt, or sorry, not John Carpenter, John Landis himself said that he himself thought that he lingered too much on the werewolf because he was so astounded at the effects that Rick Baker was able to pull off. It's perfect. Off. It's, it's perfect. so perfect. Right. That transformation scene is is It's incredible. It's I gotta say one more thing. The greatest part of that movie, to Fuck me, goals. Is, is the hit. At the end, the credits, the end credits, how it has that horrific ending, then bam, right into Blue Moon, that really happy bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely love that. And what is so now? Uh, John Lennon's son is is remaking. Uh, Uh, Oh, let's just hope Max. Please no, take Max. Come on, Max. No. I don't like Max Landis. I don't. I don't know anyone that does. I, I, really I don't think he's a pretentious douche. But I mean, I don't yeah. like anything he's ever done. I like Chronicle. That's all I like. Chronicle was a good movie that was Chronicle ruined. could have been better. It, it was, could it have been so much better. It had a well great concept. He's, a but great he's got to have some like fucking brass balls to take on his own dad's movie. Well, his though. dad's Come handed on. it to him. His dad's like, here you go, son. Hey, you suck. You can't possibly fuck this up worse than American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, God. I was hoping you weren't going to bring this up. Of course I was going to bring that up. What else? How could I not? Yeah, that movie doesn't exist. Julie Delpy. Exactly. Nice. Um, So, guys, we already one round down, which means it's time for round two, uh, which means, Chris, you get another pick. You just took American Werewolf in London. What is going to be your second pick? Troll. Oh, okay. Uh, this this pick was the hard is the hardest one because I got about four movies here that I I love equally, but I'm gonna give this one the edge because it gives us one of the greatest 
protagonists in all of horror movie histories, and that would be Sam Raimi's original Evil Dead. Because mm. we get Ash, which is, it, I mean, the character still lives on today. Uh, and some people would say Evil Dead 2, they prefer. But I'm going to go with the original because it introduces these characters. It's a little bit, has a little bit more of the horror vibe and a little less the uh, comedy vibe. And, you know, this starts the whole thing with, with uh, Raimi and Campbell. So I, 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 I don't think there's a, a better way to go for this particular pick. Not going to lie, Chris, movies. before you even finished your sentence, after you said one of the greatest protagonists, I have a list here, and I started crossing out Evil Dead before you even got close, because I knew exactly where you were going with this. You have to be, I have to be honest with this. That movie's not even on my list. Oh, my God. Ooh. That's blasphemous. Burn. Blasphemous. Burn. Doesn't mean I don't love it, but it's not on my list. I mean, honestly, I don't even actually think that that's a slight. It's really more of a testament to how many just absolutely glorious movies came out in the 80s. It's the and best just, genre for horror. That's not it, Like, there was never a better decade than the 80s, and there never will be a better decade I totally than the 80s that. for horror movies. I came up with a list of 20 movies, and there's about probably 17 18 maybe even 25 other movies that i wish i could have included on my list uh my honorable mentions is like a page and a half long because of how many great horror movies came out in the 80s i, st I started with 40 and i pared it down yeah <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff here so yeah i uh, wrote down 35 and then and then ranked them so uh epic film guys justin uh, you have your second pick after taking Dream Warriors in the first round. Chris just took Evil Dead 1. What are you going to choose, sir? Okay. Well, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, I'm very happy to be the first one to mention this franchise name on this draft. It is Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. man. Nice. Not only is it my Damn favorite it. of the series, it is my favorite slasher of all time. Outside of, because obviously we're talking about 80s horror, I gotta leave Halloween out of this because it doesn't it doesn't connect. Um, but it's it's the first time I feel like that we see more of a mean-spirited Jason Voorhees. We see him so visceral and so brutal and so murder-hungry in this film. And the kills are great. Savini's back. Yeah, and I'll never ever. It, the, my favorite one is is Crispin Glover, the corkscrew yeah. to the hand <laughs> oh and the hatchet oh, to yeah. the face. That's all I need to say. Literally, Second any, only any. to his dance. Exactly. Yes, his dance <laughs> is the <laughs> greatest awesome. thing ever. I love the dance. I used to get asked at parties back in the day when people knew I was a horror fan that I love this franchise. I do have a Jason tattoo, um, and everyone's always like, "Oh, do do the Crispin Glover dance." And no way I could ever do it like no. Crispin. But I mean, I because you're not on LSD, right? I may have been. I don't know. It's, it's entirely possible. But this movie just, for me, it's my favorite of the franchise. It's one of my favorite franchises out of 80s horror. And you, come on, you got to at least love a couple of them, even if you're not a huge Jason fan. But that one is is the milestone for me. So for me, again, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. This is an amazing pick, man. I was like tr like holding out for the third round for that. Uh, that is also my favorite my favorite franchise and my favorite movie in said franchise is incredible. I just, man, that's, that's a great steal for round two. 
Yeah, I I 100% agree. While while it's not my favorite movie of the Jason franchise, I will openly admit that it is the best movie of the Jason franchise. You have Ted White as Jason, and oh, what I so love is Oh, Ted White the, was fantastic. It's the last Jason movie before he becomes zombie Jason, and right. there's just a certain type of menace that that Jason presents, and part of it is because of how much Ted White hated Corey Feldman, and oh, you man, can he called, see he that shit, so right? much. No, he called him. him he, if you listen, if you ever like experienced our Friday the Thirteenth Final Chapter episode, it was mostly us just talking shit about Corey Feldman oh, and how don't much hate he's on a Corey. Well, no, 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 young Corey Feldman and how much he was just a little shit and how much, like, how much uh, ego he had. But yeah, it's, in in my opinion, it's the best movie in the Friday series and I love this pick. Uh, you have Crispin, Crispin Glover's dance, you have some of the great iconic death scenes in the entire series. Honestly, when I think Jason, I think this movie. I think Ted White is the number two Jason behind Kane Hodder of oh, all he, time. He's, he definitely is. One. The, he definitely is. And dude, that that the machete death to the head, you know, the prosthetic they yeah. did, the animatronic, mm-hmm. whatever, mechanical head going down the machete, like, dude, that's pure eighties yeah. horror. So yeah, it doesn't the, get any better than that. The only downspot of this movie is how they decided to end it with Corey Feldman like shaving his head and shit. Like, that's the only, that is literally the only blight on this movie. And honestly, if you look at how every other Jason movie after this is ended, not even that bad of an ending. It sure no, as hell you can, beats. You can, blame, you can blame Frank Macuso Jr. And honestly, leave Zito out of the picture because in reality, he had very little control. Hey, right, from hey, it sure as hell beats Jason Goes to Manhattan. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that one aside. Wait, is that, is that on one of you guys' lists? No. <laughs> oh, it's mine. No. no. So, uh, so, amazing pick. Uh, it's, so, so, wait. So, Chris, Justin, and my favorite Friday the 13th are all the final chapter. Oh, it's no, no, no. Not, no. I didn't say you. Brian, you said it wasn't your favorite. No, it's not my favorite. However, I admit it's the best my favorite is jason x for reasons that don't really need to be discussed but i love that movie but the best the best movie is friday it's a lot of friday three friday three is without a doubt the best friday movie that's ever been made no i I can't even argue it's the best movie so uh i i saw four that was the first one i saw as a kid and uh i think it was because i was a huge uh everyone knows about my fucking love of the Goonies and I think that's how I crossed over. I was like, ah, oh, fucking uh, Goonies uh, fighting uh, Jason and so that was the first one I saw and that's why it's my favorite. And So Goonies, Goonies is totally a horror movie, right? That's your next pick. <laughs> I'm just telling wait, you. Wait, wait, it's not an action. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. It is an action. Sloth is fucking <laughs> oh, wait, terrifying. <laughs> it's an adventure movie for kids. Oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, amazing pick. I love that fucking movie. Um... Justin, uh, early on, has two picks, both sequels, guys. We we, we got to note that one. Um, He's channeling right his start. inner Pete from Podstalgic. Exactly, exactly. Going all sequel all the time. It's a strategy. It's a strategy, guys. Justin, so, I hope it works out better for you than it did for Pete. <laughs> all in good fun either way. All Pete, in- we love you. We really do. Um, so that means I'm next, guys, and... Uh, you guys were talking about uh, the final chapter, and I was looking up and down my list. With my second pick, I have to go with my 
I'm just like uh, shampoo, and I assume Chris are. Uh, I was a huge Stephen King fan as a kid. Oh, God damn it, Justin. I got to go with from 1980, my birth year, my favorite Stephen King adaptation, uh, The Shining, guys. So, you son uh, of a bitch. Boom. So I actually recently just talked about this movie on uh, Epic Film Guys, Justin's podcast with his co-host, Nick. Uh, it was my favorite uh, adaptation from uh, a book to a movie. It's my Wait, favorite. Did he tell you that he hadn't seen it though? Did, did he say that? Was that true? I, I don't know. Did he is tell it, you? Did is that true? That? Is that true? Uh, is if, it true? If he, ha- if he has seen it, it was probably like 15 <laughs> years ago and he doesn't remember it. Well, no. The The best thing about that conversation is we're, we're doing uh, book to film out adaptations and we go through the whole five and I, I'm like, well, Nick, your your favorite movie of all time is not in this list, and he's like, "Oh shit, I forgot about my favorite movie of all time." I'll just I'll, <laughs> I'll just edit that out. I'm like, "Dude, I just reminded you of your favorite movie of all time uh, about Schmidt." He didn't pick it as one of his five. Anyway, my number my number <laughs> he one just was likes the sh- that Kathy Bates hot tub scene. <laughs> boobs, boobs on the water, as Dave from Super Movie Bros said. So, The Shining uh, came out my birth year, 1980. Uh, fucking, uh, it's one of those horror movies that several images, several sequences are kind of burned into my memory, um, forever. Uh, I saw it at a ridiculously young age. I think it's amazing. It's totally different from the book, but. Well, Kub- I wouldn't say Kubrick- it's totally different from the book, but it's I like. Mean- it's, it's not the. T- it's different. It's, it's not different. the TV movie, which is Stephen it, King it, does not like this adaptation. No, he hates this movie. Well, he. I mean, his judgment is not always good at, at all times. We have to. Yeah. We have to <laughs> well, recognize I mean, if, that. If if you listen to our episode about Stephen King a few weeks ago, we we wax philosophical about this movie quite a bit. Here's Johnny. But I mean, uh, his his mise en scene in the movie, the fucking steady cam going on, the performances. Uh, just on a frightening, nightmarish level, the 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 visuals that are going on in that movie, it's it's a classic. It's definitely one of my favorites, and I'm happy I got it uh, off the board. So uh, that that's why it's my second pick. I could that's probably an awesome talk pick. About, I could talk about this movie for longer than the actual runtime of the movie. There's so <laughs> many elements of it that are just fucking perfect. Uh, the, it's such a creepy vibe and of an empty hotel and then that scene of Danny riding down the hallway on his big wheel is just oh, that one shot oh, uh, it's great. just inherently so creepy good. and like Justin said the steady cam and the camera work and the filmography and going into the fridge and uh, Stanley Kubrick was such a psychopath that he had to make sure that the 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 baking powder with the Indian mascot was facing all in a certain direction, except in certain mm-hmm. parts of the so- the shot. And there's a documentary made about the making of the movie. And, oh yeah, and it's uh, this. Right. The Shining is one of my absolute favorite Stephen King movies ever. And uh, you know anyone who's listened to us knows how much Chris and I both. Love Stephen King. He's he's my absolute idol, and it's a perfect pick. It's a steal at number seven. It's a steal. Also, also calls one of my favorite uh, Simpsons episodes. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the Shining. Uh, the Shining. Oh, you want to get sued? <laughs> no, no beer and no TV make Homer go Homer something, something, something something. Oh man, go so, crazy! Uh, Don't you know, mind if I do. This oh, is up man. there as Kubrick's best movies, but yeah. He was such a psychopath, though. Like, Shelley Duvall paid a steep mental price for the making of this film, though. Um, 
Yeah, Ugh. he was absolutely terrible to her. She was just recently uh, on uh, Doctor Phil. I don't know if you anyway, saw it. Oh, man. The saddest. Yeah, I've seen it. It was really thing sad. I've ever, saddest thing I've ever it was seen. Kubrick's daughter, right? That was trying to raise money for her or something, and then they backed out last minute or whatever. Uh, so, oh, yeah, lots of things going on with her. It's very yeah, sad. A lot of so. a lot of the scenes in that movie were were. Genuine elements of terror where, like, he oh, yeah. did something and just didn't tell her that it was going to happen and just scared the shit out of her. That's the, that's the best direction, man. That really is. Well, I mean, you, you, could say, you could say that. And then also there's something about letting your actors act. But Kubrick was very much a believer of actors don't not know how to act. The only way to actually get a good performance from your actor is to make them feel whatever it is that you're trying to feel. And he was very much a believer in that. And The Shining is a classic example of, hey, you know, if you want your actors or actresses to be terrified, just fucking scare the shit out of them. I like that. It worked. I mean, in the end, it worked. It, it worked. It, worked. Really it works well. fantastically. It really, it really does. <laughs> I I, ask you guys, do you guys think that uh, Kubrick, you know, shot that fake moon footage? Do you guys think that's true? No, I no, don't. Yeah, but yeah. not but at all. Honestly, no. if, he, if he would have, it probably would have been a lot more entertaining. Yeah, it would have looked better. It would have like better. I wish the moon landing was faked by Stanley Kubrick because there probably would have been like aliens and fucking right. buildings and shit, and it would have been amazing. As long as he didn't uh, shoot it towards the end of his life, like when he made Eyes Wide Shut, because then it would have been wackadoodle as fuck. So. To be fair, I love Eyes Wide Shut. That's a great movie. Do I don't you? know what you're talking That's about. Horrible. Horrible. I love that movie. What? Eyes Wide Shut is amazing. Hate I don't know what you're talking about. I hate it. Look at any hate it. And call it horrible. I never no, call anything. No, Kubrick yeah. literally never made a bad movie. At worst, he made a movie that was just sub Kubrick. Yeah, I, I like that. I'm going to yeah. use that sub Kubrick. Yeah, that's so good. I like that. Yeah. So, so sh- shampoo, uh, you're up, sir, with the last uh, pick of round two. You picked Nightmare on Elm Street '84 a long, long time ago. A lot of stuff's like- off the. It was like four days ago, right? Exactly. So what are you going to do with your second pick? So I'm not going to lie. I kind of hate you, Mrs. Winters, for taking The Shining. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I I really thought that that was going to make it to my pick after after how the the previous ones went but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Canadian special effects master Cronenberg The Fly starring oh, damn Jeff it. Goldblum oh, Man come on oh. I what, what 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 do you mean come on what are you, what are you mad about there Justin cuz you took it you took it right out of my hands There you go I took it right there out of you your hands Although you weren't, you weren't all that close to it because I have the first pick of the next round, and if I wouldn't have taken it here, would have taken it there. Forget. I was hoping people would forget. I mean, I've been drinking of, a lot, so there's a there's shot. There's plenty That's, of Cronenberg to go around. There's a lot of Cronenberg. Cronenberg. <laughs> there really yeah. is. I have no less than three Cronenberg flicks on there my list. Go. So. Yeah, uh, he's a, he's an absolute mastermind. Uh, Jeff Glo- Goldblum, as much as I love him in Jurassic Park, this is his magnum opus. It's the best role he's ever been involved in. The uh, the Brundle Fly. I could go on and on and on about this movie. I love it. It's it's amazing. I love this movie so much. So uh, shampoo. That's my favorite Cronenberg. Cronenberg movie, so I have it's to one of the ha- greatest remakes of all hate time. You, I hate oh, you, I hate you, along with the thing, <laughs> which we, I also I wish I could have taken here. And they we, both have those in front of them, yeah. The, the fly, yeah. the thing. Yeah. We uh, 
this being my podcast, we had an episode where I introduced my wife to both uh, The Fly and The Shining in the same weekend, so uh, that was interesting as well. Um, now, if I could have taken The Shining and The Fly over my next uh, two picks, you guys would have been weeping. Oh, man. Uh, Gina Davis in probably her uh, finest role as well. Uh, well. Other than maybe A League of Their Own. A League, of their own. Good night. a League of Their Own. Oh, Longest well, yeah, Good Night. Well, don't scoff at A League of Their Own. That movie's fucking incredible. Well, it's not she's The Fly. Great, she's great in, yeah, a lot. It's not The Fly. Um, so uh, Shampoo took The Fly, and uh, screw him. We have, to, <laughs> we have to move on to round three, uh, which means that Shampoo gets another pick uh, at the top of round three. What are you going to go with, man? Uh, now, this is the first dilemma of the draft for me. I have a few different directions to go. The the movies that I have on my list over the next three, um, two of them are multi-genre movies. Uh, one is sort of a horror sci-fi, uh, the other is sort of a horror comedy, and one is a pure horror, and I'm not really sure which direction to go. However, I feel pretty confidently in my pick I think I am going to go with the horror comedy that is the Gremlins, the original Gremlins movie. Uh, <laughs> it's it's sort of family friendly. It has some horror elements. It has Gizmo first and foremost. But I absolutely love this movie. I used to have a mixtape VHS that had the Gremlins and the Goonies, and I think I wore that thing out to the point to where it wouldn't even play anymore. I love this movie so much that I can't even describe it. Uh, so that's that's my pick. Good pick, Shampoo. Even though you didn't know that that was a horror movie because you had to ask me uh, it on, wasn't on Facebook <laughs> message a couple days ago. It wasn't that I didn't it's an easy know. Pick. It wasn't that I didn't know it was a horror movie. I didn't know <laughs> if it counted enough as a horror movie for this draft for what we were going for. Not if only you it, at the original script, the original script would have definitely told oh, you. Oh, the, 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 the oh, original, yeah. Joe the original Dante script was dark. Yeah. yeah, the original yeah. Joe, Joe Dante script was actually a lot darker than the <laughs> finished product that we ended yeah. up with. I, I'm also a big proponent of Phoebe Cates and her oh my her lu- her luscious her lusciousness. Yeah. Even though, oh man, I just watch I just watch Fast Times. At oh Rome damn, and I yeah. Watch it once a year, every single spring. I, I swear watch to it. God, Dude, that scene from go. Fast Times ushered more young men into puberty than any more other. More masturbation, ever. more masturbation. Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> I was trying to be. <laughs> I was trying to be a little bit classier about it, but dude, it, it dude, it's okay. So, dude, so dent, I'm, from, dent, I'm from the epic film, guys. Dent, so there's no class dent, in me at all. Dent, so, dent. so. So it's masturbation and fast times, and then Ju- like the masturbation the, and Judge Reinhold belong then, in every sentence together. I know. I was about to say the opposite of masturbation, where she talks about how her dad died during Christmas and Gremlins Fuck. during that whole monologue. Fuck. So uh, he, he shouldn't have gone down the chimney. He's an <laughs> you idiot. Know what? That's He's what you get. Have you ever seen the inside of a chimney? They're like a like a foot and a half wide. Come your on, da- your dad's an idiot. What the like, fuck? I'm a, I'm a little guy. I would get stuck in a chimney. <laughs> uh so good uh good pick shampoo with with gremlins in the third round uh thank you, thank you a movie we talked about also in our our christmas draft our original fantasy movie draft way back in the day so a uh, lot of love for gremlins so that means i'm up with my third pick uh in round three 
And uh, now as I look at it, I have to thank uh, Chris down there for not picking this. Uh, this is probably my my third favorite horror movie of all time, and it lasted this long. I'm going to have to go with my favorite Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 from 1987, guys. <laughs> so Evil Dead 2 obviously uh, took Evil Dead and uh, went a kind of a different direction with it. Um, I think it's hilarious. I think it's still scary in parts. Um, it's amazing that I got to pick it because by the time this episode airs, uh, this is probably coming out during Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day or happy after Memorial Day to you if you're listening to this. Um, but I'm finally getting my wife to watch Evil Dead 2 for our podcast uh, uh, in May. So uh, I love it. I think it's it's a great movie. It's my favorite Evil Dead. I love Evil Dead One of Army of Darkness, but Evil Dead Two was the one, the first one I saw as a kid, and the one that called out to me as a uh, you know a Three Stooges fan. And I love Bruce Campbell; he's great. So that's why I have to pick it, and I'm glad I got it in the third round. What's up, guys? I Fuck love everyone! That. Excellent yeah, choice. I love that pick so much. So, Evil Dead Two is by far and away my favorite Evil Dead. Uh, it's my favorite Ash movie. It's in my opinion, it surpasses the original. Uh, if only because it strikes that perfect balance between humor and comedy, very similar to the Gremlins, uh, where it uh, it has that horror element, it has that comedy element, and it's it's just excellent. So, Chris, so Chris, why the original? You scared me for a second. I was like, oh shit, there it goes. Why did uh, you pick? Why did you pick the original so, over the second one? It, it was pretty simple. It was it was all strategy. Uh, it's it because I actually my favorite of all the movies is Evil Dead 2 as well. Uh, I went with Strategy Over Heart because it Evil Dead introduces the characters and uh, it's a little more of a horror movie than Evil Dead 2 as far, you know, like Evil Dead 2 is amazing because it's horror and comedy, but it was basically all, I agree with you though, it's, and it's a great pick to get at this point and it's, it's my favorite of the series as well, but... I, I went more with my head than my heart on my pick. So, for the record, I had Evil Dead Two ranked as my number six movie. Um, so I I managed to get uh, three of my top five in uh, in the first couple of rounds. But uh, yeah, Evil Dead. Well, II, good I, I for you. Good well, for good. you. <laughs> it's a deep draft, guys. There's a lot of shit left. That's a man. great. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of good. So stuff we're gonna keep, we're, we're gonna keep moving with East Coast Justin. Uh, he's already got Dream Warriors and Final Chapter from Friday Thirteenth. I what love is your that third? you refuse to call him Epic Film Guy, Justin. You're just <laughs> East Coast Justin. <laughs> no, I've changed it up. Syllables. I changed it's it up. East Coast like West Coast, Coast rivalry here. I'm I'm just I'm just happy to talk to Justin. You Usually we have to fucking just, talk to Nick, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we get saying Justin, don't you? I will make this public, guys. I'll make this public. Okay, here's the Can thing. Just call him Escavel. Epic, epic film. Epic. Yeah, I just called him Epic Film. <laughs> epic film guy Nick. He lives and breathes podcast because he has the luxury to do so. Oh. Regardless of the reasoning, the guy he lives and breathes. I don't get the opportunity to do that. If I did, I'd love to be on every single show that I possibly and could. I'm always up to being on th- that. Shows and most and people, to people that podcast aren't into the uh, you know the sadism. That that epic film guy Justin is. I, I should be I should be calling Justin the only epic film guy because we we've joked that it's epic film guys uh, with with Nick. <laughs> 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 it's subtitled with Nick subtitled. So uh, uh, just 
I, I, I love my co-host, but you know what? I guarantee you he's never seen this film. <laughs> my next pick is arguably the best vampire horror film of the 80s. It is Tom Holland's Fright Night. Oh, oh, amazing Fright pick. For real. That was literally yeah, my next pick. Great pick, Justin. I love this fucking movie. This movie also blends horror and comedy. Um, And the, the idea behind the story of this film is genius in the eighties, especially um, that paranoia, you know, you're a kid in high school and a random stranger moves in next door to you and he's a vampire and you love vampire movies. You love horror movies. You're a horror fanatic in the eighties. It just, it sits so many different things perfectly. Um, and all the cast is perfect in this thing. Tom Holland does it so well um the direction is absolutely perfect and you know i just love the score in this movie it's pure 80s i listen to the score all the time uh brad fidel who did the score for terminator and terminator 2 also did the score for this and uh chris sarandon come on dude no he was amazing he's, Jerry Danner, just, he's perfect there's just such a great atmosphere um and and it's hey this is 80s horror movie draft motherfuckers 80s horror and this movie feels it's like pure screams 80s, 80s. I, love I love this pick i love it, I love it so much but, but justin it, yeah, i it's, really it's do not, it's not it's not it, I'm, I'm glad you think so it's not even there are some 80s films that are on my list or films that were honorable mentions that they feel 80s because they wanted to be 80s i, I guess if that makes any sense to you guys but this movie just feels genuine um and it's got some of the best acting at, out of all the 80s horror films so for me frightening yeah yeah this is uh, it's a, it's a tremendous pick i love this pick so much and it's one of those movies that that they they recently tried to remake that didn't absolutely fucking suck you know they it wasn't they, they remade Honestly, Friday. wasn't bad yeah they remade you know, friday but... they remade freddy but they remade fright night and it worked because of the late great anton yelchin but uh, yeah, Fright Night man, absolutely. I, I hate hearing that name. It makes me oh, so man. sad. Man, every every so time much. I see him in oh. anything, like in Fright Night, he was so brilliant in yeah. Green Room, man. I saw Fright an Night early screening and Green Room, room and Star out. Trek oh. and Odd Thomas, and he was well on his way to becoming an uh, Oscar winning actor. I I firmly I believe that. I agree. He was, I totally agree he, with you. I, I he was amazing. Whenever he died, it, it hit me especially hard because the guy is my age, and it it just. It hurt. It really did. And it wasn't. It wasn't due to no. drugs. It wasn't due to him being. It was an just. Idiot. It, it was, was just a an freak like a, fucking accident. Yeah, it's terrible. But uh, yeah, Fright Night. Just it's one of those movies that screams eighties. I think Chris was actually one of the first people to introduce me to this movie, uh, probably eight or nine years ago, and I fell in love with it after seeing it. Um, it's yeah, it screams nineteen eighties horror. Absolutely great pick. Love love it. Great pick, and I have to give a sh- shout out to the re- the 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 remake. Also, uh, mm-hmm. Colin Colin Farrell in that movie was really oh really good. Oh my god, he was so yeah, good. He's he really was good. so good in that movie. <laughs> and Chris so, Sarandon got I to make bad, his cameo. He did. Yeah, I I got to see that with my my late brother and uh, my late brother in law. Um and uh or sorry, late stepbrother. And uh yeah, it was one of one of the greatest experiences of my lifetime was going and seeing my movies in theaters with uh with my stepbrother Rick. So so Justin uh picks his first original film uh of his team <laughs> thus far with Fright Night. First non sequel. Which, 
Which which means that Chris has the final pick of round three after picking American Werewolf in London and Evil Dead. What are you going to go with, Chris? This is an important troll. pick. He's going to take troll. God <laughs> damn it with your troll shampoo. Just pick it yourself. Yeah, pick trolls. troll shampoo, please. He's going to take trolls? <laughs> trolls. Uh, <laughs> a, I'm actually going to pick my first sequel of the night. Here and, it comes. Uh, I already know what it is. He knows. He knows where it is. I Since shampoo is. already uh, went Game outside over, the box. Game over, man. Well, th- well, thank you for uh, stealing my thunder there. But yeah, I I'm going to take the sci-fi horror Aliens. Not only is it my favorite in the franchise, Aliens is in my top three movies of all time. Period. I'm really happy for you getting this uh, in round three. I really yeah, round three. I had to take it. It's just I didn't take it earlier, even though it's my favorite movie on this entire list. So so here's the thing guys. So this is one of the first ones I've seen that that have been picked that kind of uh straddle the lines of genres. So You mean other than Gremlins? Yeah, I was going to say. So that that's This is literally so, no, sci- no, no. So Gremlins, sci-fi horror. Grim, Gremlins comes first as a horror movie to me and then comes as a comedy second. If we're talking about Aliens, which is in my top 5 of all time, it comes first as a sci-fi, second as a horror and then an action. So it's like I would say I would say I see it's all about perspective. Yeah, because I would consider Gremlins a comedy first and a horror second. See now, so whenever I said uh, that there were two movies that I couldn't decide between because they straddled genre, it was Gremlins first and Aliens second because. I mean, I would never. We're all undecided, I would, here, guys. Let's face it; we're all kind of undecided on this. I would honestly, I would never take this movie from Chris because I know how high uh, well, I don't, regard he holds it. I really, I, I just—it's uh, got horror. It's a it's horror. horror movie. No, the, it's I mean, definitely horror. I, like I said, I'm not taking it. I'm just saying it, it in terms of the ones. And I know Shampoo said Gremlins, but in terms of all the ones that so far. It's one of those ones that uh, it's. I mean, it's several different things, and that's why it's one of my favorite movies. So I'm, I'm jealous that Chris got it in the third round. Oh, Damn it's it! Such a it's for where it, he got it in the third round as well. It has some of the best performances. Uh, it's it, it certainly has my favorite Bill Paxton performance of all time. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's incredible. Ripley's one of the the greatest uh, heroines ever on film. Uh, it just everything about this movie is incredible, uh, from direction to 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 the way it looks. Everything there's there's no flaw in Aliens that I I could ever think of. Uh, it, it hits if on all the beats. We could do like a we could do a full three hour commentary. Right, on just we literally alone. did a three hour commentary. On <laughs> and when I say literally, <laughs> I mean the sh- the episode is like three hours and two minutes. Because we watched the director's cut and we did a full commentary on the movie, it's uh, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. I wasn't sure if it was enough of a Agreed. horror movie to draft it, which is why I didn't take it when I did. But at the same time, if you told me it wasn't a horror movie, I'd call you a lying douchebag because the first the I first forty five minutes of the movie are so tense and scary and the only reason you wouldn't classify it as a horror movie is if you've seen the first one because that is a straight up slasher film with a goddamn monster to couldn't agree more it's jaws in space yeah exactly. and see that's, that's how i feel it's about scary. aliens aliens is basically a sci-fi zombie movie at its yeah, core when you think about for it sure like uh, Alien is a slasher. Eat, yeah, they just want to eat. They just want to kill. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have taken it in my... I, that's why I waited this long. Uh, 
You know, I it does straddle a line. I, I, I couldn't take it in my first two picks, but sitting here in the third round, I, and heck, I could have just waited until the next pick and took it in the fourth round. Either way, uh, for it to fall this late on the board, I felt like, Someone might take it eventually, and so I, I had to, I had to grab it. That someone would have been me if it would have lasted until next round. I was gonna take it. Don't lie, shampoo. You you wouldn't have done that. You You're right. He's that. taking I, trolls. I, actually, he's he's <laughs> right. I, shampoo. I if you have, don't take a trolls, I'm not gonna troll, lie. Troll one if, or troll two. You you suck. You if have to I take actually it. would have taken this movie, I'm pretty sure Chris would have like snuck to my house and beaten me to death in my. <laughs> so so Chris, good pick, uh, but. There's there's no time to rest because it's time for round four, which means you also get another pick right after Aliens with your fourth pick of the draft. What are you going to choose? All right. Well, with my fourth pick, I am going to take my favorite zombie movie of all time, and that is Return of the Living God damn this it! Movie's, this movie's got fucking everything this movie's got blood guts comedy Linnea Quigley's naked for like 45 minutes everything about this movie is fantastic she may not Uh, have aged well but she looked great from 1982 to 1987 yeah yeah she's from Davenport Iowa's own Linnea Quigley Mm -hmm. you're welcome the rest of the world you are welcome yeah. Chris, it's, why are we the same person? This is like number nine on my entire <laughs> list. Damn it, man. Why? I'm Such sorry, man. Number nine, why I had to do it in round three? Justin? Because I thought it was going to last. That's that's what strategy is, then Shampoo. Why did you rank it number nine if you thought it was going to last? You don't know what you that's don't know how fail. this works, that's do you? Fail. Just tell him to shut up and pick fail. trolls. So uh, what do you love about Return of the Living Dead, Chris? Tell me. Besides Quigley's boobs. Shut up, shampoo. Let Chris talk. No! (laughs) Haven't you ever listened to our show? This is not how it works. No, you don't get you don't get to talk either on our show. That's all Ian and Brandon. Go to sleep. Well, you know what? They're not here. They are not here. (laughs) Uh, like I said, everything about this movie is 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 uh, amazing, but the the comedy element's fantastic. The cast you got Clue Gulliger, who is awesome. Tom Matthews, who is, is uh, like the better Tommy Jarvis. Jarvis. I know that no, a lot of people wouldn't agree with me there. I do, uh, but but uh, yeah, but uh, it, it, the cast is incredible. It's hilarious. Uh, it's my favorite John or zombie movie. I know a, a lot of people might say, you know, Dawn of the Dead, but I appreciate the comedy and the zombies in this movie are the most brutal because they're literally oh unkillable. Uh, you know, you know what's and they're intelligent. Movie? We hmm. did an episode on Return of the Living Dead, and for our drink of the episode, we took took B Nectar's zombie killer, which is ironic because it's the one zombie movie where there's no goddamn zombie killer. Right. The zombies are so tough, like fucking Tar Man. And as as funny as it is, there are genuinely terrifying scenes like uh the 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 half lady corpse who who they get to talk uh is is horrific. And there's some uh, Tar Man is fantastic, of course. Like I can go on and on and on and on about Send Send More more Paramedics paramedics is my favorite, you know, line of the... Everybody loves that line, but... Yeah, best zombie movie ever for me. I mean, I don't agree with you as far as best zombie movie, (laughs) but at the same time, god damn, is that a good pick when you got it. 
So Chris just took uh, my favorite zombie movie, Return of the Living Dead, which means Justin, you are up with your fourth pick in round four. What are you going to go with, sir? Well, you know, you guys mentioned zombies, and I love zombies. And you know, you're going to take my pick, aren't you? There's another. You there's are. another group of evil creatures that walk around to '80s rock and roll music that I absolutely <laughs> adore in an Italian fashion. That's right, baby. The Dario Argento produced, directed by Lamberto Bava's Demons. That is oh my, my pick. Oh, fantastic movie! Our own Brandon Fucking would have loved you for this pick. Love this movie so so much. The visual aesthetic of any Italian horror film. Uh, let alone a Bava film or an Argento film, it's to die for. No one gives a shit if it makes any sense, as long as it looks cool and cool shit happens. So I had to throw at least one Italian horror pick on this list, even though I have a couple of others. But this this is my pick. I love this movie. Uh, it's such a fun time to watch. Um, the dubbing is hilarious, but it's still well done. And the music is iconic. There's so many amazing 80s metal bands and rock bands on the soundtrack for this thing. It's, it's, it's a pure 80s classic. So when I think of 80s horror, Demons comes to mind immediately. So Lamberto Bava's Demons is my pick 1985 baby fantastic now i'm not gonna lie i thought you i thought you were gonna go in a little bit of a different direction i thought you were gonna take a different argento flick but uh yeah this it's a great pick it's a fantastic movie with an even better soundtrack and i know for one our our nerd brandon would would absolutely like if he's listening to this right now he he just started drooling and he probably pulled out the vinyl and started listening to it Hey, I'm hoping I'm going to get some love from those Italian people out there hanging out. Yeah, there, right. there it is right there. A good, a good buddy of mine just met Argento, even though Argento didn't direct this film. A good buddy. Uh, Argento's what, like 75 or something he, dude, like that? He, and um, he just mentioned to me, he texted me earlier and said that uh, Anthony Argento Bourdain, did? Ar- Argento texted no, you? No, no, no. My buddy, <laughs> he's just, my buddy he's just like, hey, Justin, good luck on the uh, movie draft tonight. Texas Frightmare is this weekend. Choose all um, my movies, eh? And uh, <laughs> he finally met him for the first time, and he's super old but anthony bourdain is supposedly like dating argento's daughter so i mean i, I wanted it, to go wait but did I'm you like, just my, say my... anthony bourdain is dating argento's daughter asia asia as in, as in anthony bourdain's no limits that's correct yes <laughs> awesome same but, I mean, guy whatever had to throw some italian horror on this piece because y'all are okay. staying american no so that's fair that's fair i would i'm not gonna lie i was considering taking zombie i really was oh man love zombie Ugh, I wish I could. Uh, I, I wish I could watch some some Bava on on my show, but it's it's kind of a little out there for 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 us, man. Next so good, though. Watch Zombie, B-side, Justin. B-side, watch B-side. Zombie. I, dude, I, I've 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 seen the movies. I'm talking about my co-host, man. Yeah, I gotta, no, just do it. Just do it. Just be like, just Christy, do it. Just Christy, do it. on this episode, we are watching Zombie, and she'll be like, <laughs> dude, okay, I, showed, I showed my wife. That my seems wife pretty is normal. Not anywhere near into 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 Italian horror at all. She's not even Italian. Or any kind of horror lover at all, uh-huh. um, but she watched it and she was like, "This movie fucking rules." So that that right there in its own is like, "Hey, come on, branch out a little bit, you know, whatever." Yeah. Make your wife watch fucking demons for God's sake. Yeah, man. Ooh, or a zombie, demons or zombie, either one. You can't go wrong. It's it's no big trouble in Little China. I mean, come on. I oh, I literally <laughs> just watched that with my girlfriend last night. She had never seen it, and uh, big trouble. Surprise, yeah, she had never seen Big Trouble. Uh-huh. Uh, she's not a fan of Kurt Russell. She's not a fan of John Carpenter, and she loved it. 
and, and I, I was blown away. It was it was awesome. Funny I thing about seen that. Big Trouble Man is when I we had seen Cody Big Carpenter on our show, his so son. Good. Really? Yeah. If you guys didn't know that, Cody, I, I met him when I saw John Carpenter last summer. Um, and I talked to him, met him, whatever, and then I had him on the show, and little did I know he like doesn't watch movies at all. Like whatsoever, <laughs> he's, just like, asked, he's, like, oh. he's like he's like I don't really watch modern movies at all. I just kind of watch movies from the eighties. He's just yeah. like I just watch John I, Carpenter films. No. That's exactly what he said too. But he said like he said his favorite movie of his dad's was Big Trouble. So I just had Dude, to mention that. See, that was awesome. what I love about Big Trouble is that that movie is objectively terrible in every way, <laughs> shape, and form. The dialogue is broken. The plot is broken. The action is broken. Nothing about that movie should be anything even resembling successful and yet it's probably john carpenter's like third best movie and i just i love that about the movie it's, oh, it's so good hurts my heart every time someone brings out that movie now it hurts my heart uh you heard chris brayton from more gooder than also hates big trouble now so the you the hate, hate hey chris if you hate big trouble in little china i'm gonna i'm gonna you come hate, to your you house like hate life dude you hate life. i'm gonna come to your that's house what i'm saying i'm, I'm gonna, like i'm just like if you have any pets, I'm just gonna beat the shit out of your pets. Do you do you not like oh. joy? I almost, I mean, I literally almost uh, divorced my hey, wife after finding you, that out. You so. know what's weird though? Just not to go off on a tangent, but seriously, <laughs> the first time the epic film guy Nick watched it, I literally thought he was gonna hate the shit out of it, and then he was like, "I loved it. It was fun. Yeah, that's it was a great time." It- I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, you experienced fun. You know what fun is? He wow. hated it because he was like, man, this movie's kind of bad. I feel like uh, most people Nick, won't like it, so Nick, I Nick, love it. You're like, Nick, 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 are you okay? Are you okay? Like, check your pulse. Are you okay? He, he liked the shit. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Like, I totally was wrong. I Honestly, okay. I, I honestly think he liked it because he mistook the, like, objective terribleness of the movie as most people not liking the dude, movie, and he, was just like most Nick people likes, are gonna hate big Tro- big trouble, so I have to. But love dude, it. Nick likes Roland Emmerich's Godzilla film. So of we'll course he does. Oh. Of course, we'll he leave does. it at that and move on. Wow. Oh man. Oh, so speaking so, of moving on, so literally Justin, the least surprising thing you've ever said. Justin took demons with his fourth pick. With my fourth pick, uh, my round four pick, I might have to go with my heart and not my head. With my favorite vampire movie, which I've talked no. about. On my podcast, no. we had a whole episode about it. It's turning know. turning thirty this year. The Lost Boys, motherfucker. Oh, that was my next pick. That son was- of oh. a bitch. Yeah. Great movie. So, ah. Lost Boys. Ah. I fa- I famously defended uh, it. Speaking of Big Trouble, Little China. Before Dr- Big Trouble, Little China, I had to defend Lost Boys. Fucking of all movies against uh, my wife and. Uh, Cody from the Dan and Cody podcast who didn't like it as well, but of course, Dan of course liked it. But Lost how Boys, how can you not like this movie? How, how can you can not you like me? it? Winners, how, tell me how 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 can someone not like the Lost Boys? Seriously, it, it's what's wrong it, with it? it? I was flabbergasted, like I was back on my heels. I was like, I I, I don't understand it. Like it, it's pure joy from from Michael. beginning to end. It's got Michael. the Corys. It's got Michael. Kiefer Sutherland. It's got gr- great, uh, sexy Michael. sax music. It's got the J- soundtrack Michael. is perfect in that. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> Jamie Jamie Gertz, fucking hot as hell. Michael. Like Mike, it's Michael. <laughs> you're eating Michael. Are, you, are you channeling Donald Pleasance over here? Michael, you're, you're eating. Michael. You're, you're eating maggots, Michael. Maggots. Michael. 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 
Oh so, yeah, uh, because so, yeah. they say the word Michael. Lost Boys like in the fourth round. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to get it. No, it, we actually had that come up as a question on our Nuke the Nerd segment, and there's something like 120 iterances of Michael in that movie. Hence, why I just kept they saying say Michael. Absurd because, amount of times. Yeah, a ludicrous amount of times the the name Michael is said in that movie. Um and and. And as we said in our episode, one of my favorite parts about the movie, and especially as a kid, because I it was one of those VHSs that I wore out, was I love the last like ten fifteen minutes where it all it, it turns like okay, we're all gonna fuck these vampires up. Like right. let's batten the hatches, let's get it all, let's get our our holy water, let's get all this shit. They're coming at us. Let's take it to them. And I'm sure the same as you guys as a kid. I was like, yes, fucking A. Let's take it to the vampires. So I love The Lost Boys. I think it's great. I think it still holds up. Just watched it for our podcast. So right. as, as Justin said, great great soundtrack as well. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm going with, guys. Um, so that's my fourth pick, Shampoo. And Shampoo, that was directed that made- by Bat Nipple Schumacher. Schumacher, his, his don't hate on Schumacher. Seriously, no, I just said I said bat, bat, bat nipple Schumacher. It's fair. It's fair to <laughs> say. I like Schumacher. Uh, I like I mean, Schumacher I'm, I'm too, but it's defensive. fair to call Only him because, bat nipples. Well, I'm getting defensible. <laughs> Only because, I mean, the dude is gay. Yeah, give him some credit. Okay, all right. And Batman Forever did make a lot of money. But hey, man, falling dude is down. Gay. Hey, no, 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 don't get me wrong. Down is such Batman a Batman Forever, though. good movie. Batman and Robin, hot piece of garbage. I, uh, you know what though? Um, ten, out, ten, out of, Robin, ten out of Batman ten. And Robin, ten out Batman of ten. And Robin is one of the best movies ever fucking made. It's the best Batman movie ever made. Hang on, hang on. What? <laughs> what? Go, watch, go watch it again. You're, you're trolling. You're no, fucking no, 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 no. trolling I don't right need now. Need to watch it again. I literally had a Batman hashtag and Robin trolling. Poster. Hashtag I like to troll. Oh, hashtag yeah. like the film guys troll. Oh, just, you, just me, you literally made me <laughs> die for I, a second. You about made shampoos head. Explode! You know that it was our Batman retrospective that we did prior to Batman. I think I just had a stroke, (laughs) and um, we we reviewed all of the 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 films in the the first four films, the '90s films, and then we reviewed Batman and Robin. And Nick and I did like a ten minute praise of the film. And uh, mentioned and how you it was lost eighty percent of your listeners. They, no, they we went, actually gained. We gained. We gained like hundreds <laughs> by that. I'm dead serious. I don't know what if, makes if you, me sadder. If you, if you I legitimately by- don't know what makes me sadder for humanity. I really don't. Because you wait till the end. It's a joke. I, I'll honestly, any day of the week, I'll drink a six pack and watch Batman and fucking Robin, and I'll laugh my fucking ass off. No, like Look, don't the get me wrong. The, the ice age. Oh, you know the I mean, thing that on. makes me sad Seriously. about Batman and Robin is that it came out when I was young enough and impressionable enough to really, really. I saw the that movie. shit in theaters opening like, night, man. I, I've seen I'm, every I'm not even joking you. My my childhood bedroom had a poster of Arnold from Predator. It had a poster of Sylvester Stallone from Rambo, and it had a fucking poster of Alicia Silverstone and Arnold Schwarzenegger from Batman and Robin. That's your own fault. That's not, that's your fault. Though. Not to mention a poster <laughs> of a goddamn. Ewok. That's that's just that's just the age that I was at. I you know I was born in 1988. So whenever the remaster, Jesus of Star Wars Christ, came, shampoo, when, you're a fetus. Shut I up. Told, <laughs> I told you, I'm 28. Years Either old. way. Whenever, whenever the Star Wars remake came out, you know, I was I was nine years old. 
Uh, so yeah, that's my childhood, and yet I even have enough fucking presence of mind to be like, no, Batman and Robin is bad. Arnold Schwarzenegger is in mostly really bad movies. Hey, but shampoo, we're oh, not talking. We're not no. talking. We're not. So shampoo, I'm not gonna let you bash Arnold here. Number one, but number get two, out. get the fuck number, out. Number two, we're not talking about Batman and Robin uh, this episode. We're talking about 80s fucking horror. And you've got the last pick of round four. I just picked the Lost Boys. You last picked Gremlins. What are you gonna go with your fourth pick? So with my my pick of round four, I am going to go with the Steven Spielberg, Toby Hooper classic, Poltergeist. You just mean Steven Spielberg, right? Oh, fair enough. Although it was directed by <laughs> Toby Hooper uh, of Texas Chainsaw Massacre fame, um, unfortunately. Like think of it that way. Yeah, you know, fair enough. It featured the tragic death of its young star who died, uh, I think she was like 11 years old or 9 it, years it, old. It didn't, she... fe- it didn't feature her death in it. No, yeah, it didn't, but she died tragically at a very young age. And, you after know, the it's... third film, right? She died after the third film. After, after three. After three. Yeah, after three, yeah. <laughs> she was still super crazy young when she died of a ridiculous, weird illness. It had Craig T. Nelson in it. Great fucking movie. One of the one of the all time great uh, ghost movie classics. Uh, I love this guys. movie. I just have to make it clear though, Toby Hooper did not direct that movie. <laughs> There's no seriously, it's it's gonna go on record maybe before we die, guys. That Hooper was there. Spielberg was, came on set every day there. and was like, and he was like, you know what? Fuck this. You're you're on drugs right now, Toby. You're not doing a good job. You know, honestly, you wa- w- w- tell me, guys, when you watch the movie, does it not feel like Spielberg? Does it not look? No, like Spielberg? It, oh, it doesn't feel like. But wait, 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 wait. The important question with Poltergeist isn't whether or not Toby Hooper directed. It's whether or not it's Toby or Tobe. How do you say his first name? Toby. Is it Toby? My name is Toby. Is his name Toby? Toby. Is that racist? I feel like that's racist. We should probably not be that racist. But but God like shampoo, it, like Justin. shampoo said, this is. I mean, it's it's not like he Toby Hooper didn't direct some other good movies. It's just no. the fact that Steven Spielberg was producing, and he's one of those guys. that's like, okay, well, it's, it's I can do this better. I'm gonna take not, it over. It's not that life Steven Spielberg. Produced I was about to say Life it. Force. It's Hell that yeah, he wrote the entire goddamn movie. Uh, he was a producer, but he wrote it, and Steven Spielberg's fingerprints are all over this movie. And uh, Mr. Rogers is in it, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I just say I won't even lie, this is on my list, so you did steal one of my possible last picks, but Fuck yeah, definitely a great film. I watch it every single <laughs> June. Because I watch three movies every June. I watch yeah. Jaws, I watch Poltergeist. And I watch E.T. And Why those are three movies June? that I watch every single June. Why June? Because when I was a kid, when it was summer movie season in the late 80s, early 90s, those are the movies that always be on TBS or TNT. I so mean, I to be movies. fair, this movie did come out. It was a summer blockbuster. So It was. I mean, oh, it banked, man. It's, it's a great movie. And it's got two sequels to it that are, you know, pretty decent. I, the third film is garbage, but I mean, it's still watchable. Yeah. The second no, I film mean, is actually pretty good. Whenever we initially launched our show and we we wrote our uh, our initial um, 
sort of intro music, we had uh, we had an instrumental music playing, and then we had various movie quotes. And and the last thing that we ended on before we actually launched into our show was a quote from this movie. It was the "They're here," which is one of the all time classic horror movie quotes. And I I love this movie, um, if not for anything other than that line. Uh, so a- as we, as we take this draft, I am a, a short drive away from the poltergeist house, guys. Well, so, of course you uh, are. Nice. You live in fucking LA. See, that, that's, what, that's what I have to do. You're a short drive away from everything. <laughs> shock top. Shock top. When I come out there. I, I love shock top, guys. So, uh. We're, we're going to hang. And I want you to go with me. There's three spots I'm going to go to. I want this to be on your show, though. So I'm very excited about this. One of them is Ron Jeremy's bedroom. It's not. It's not. I'm going to the Elm Street don't house. Believe you. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to the Myers house. And then yes. I'm going to go to the where Laurie Strode sits next to the bush at the corner of where she lived. I got. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got them all. Uh, all on ways. Just. Just waiting for you, dude. I know exactly where all those places no, are. I want, I'm dead serious. I'm putting this in signature next to it. I want you to go with me together. So if we can, I'd love to have you there with us. Um, that'd be. Fantastic. Can you invite? I, can you invite your boss too? <laughs> Just cause. Oh, is that the wife? Okay, I get it. No, 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 not that boss. The McGraw boss. Can you oh. invite him too? No, he can't come. <laughs> no, he can't come. So, uh, shampoo, good pick with Poltergeist. Uh, God damn right it was. Great fucking film. You ended up round four with that, which means, guys, we're already at round five. Final round. Uh, so uh, if, if anyone's ever listened to these drafts, sometimes round five is, is what makes it or breaks it for you. Shampoo is wasted right now. He's, he's very a, a few. No, nah, man, I'm like I'm like 60 percent power. Uh, he, he's got his last pick with round five. <laughs> this is his last pick of the whole draft. Shampoo, make the right decision. What are you going to go with? You know, I have uh, I have four films down that I could possibly choose from. I have my uh, my favorite Jason movie. Well, not my favorite Jason movie because that came out in the the late nineties. But uh, you know, the most iconic Jason movie I could pick. Uh, I have my favorite, second favorite werewolf movie. I have my favorite zombie movie, and I have my favorite movie featuring a murderous doll. So, ooh, 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 ooh! What do we have, ladies and gentlemen? What is it gonna be? With just, just pick, man, just pick. My fifth pick of the fantasy movie draft. I am going to go with my absolute favorite zombie movie, George Romero's Day of the Dead. Ooh. His weakest out of all. You know, you say this, you say that it's the weakest of his movies. However, I think it's a tremendous cast. I think it's a great movie. I love the premise. I love the sort of the the smart zombie concept where a zombie can learn and adapt and sort of be its own creature. And I just love the overall flow of this movie. I I think it's absolutely tremendous. Um there's nothing I can say about this movie that hasn't been said before. You know, I I think it's it's a movie that doesn't necessarily get as much respect as it deserves, but has some of the great scenes that you think of when you think of zombie movies. It you just don't necessarily associate it with the movie that it actually came from. All I, I think of I, is, I think is it's, Bob with I think headphones it's fantastic. 
Yeah, and no, that's headphones doesn't. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's great. that's fantastic, and you know, uh, Bub is Bub is one of the all time great Romero characters, and I think because of when this movie came out and and what had preceded it, I don't think a lot of people expected the movie that they got when they went and saw it in theaters. Now, obviously, this movie is a few years older than I am, so I can't necessarily speak to what people thought when they went and saw it, <laughs> but I love this movie. I think it's absolutely tremendous. George Romero is one of my all-time favorite people. One of my all-time great possessions that I have is an autograph poster by George Romero. I hope to meet him later this year when we go to Days of the Dead. I met uh, him. He's, you're gonna he's gonna be there, and it, please, get, please meet him now because if, he's, if, he's if getting I get up it, there. Yeah, I know he's like 87 years old, and if I get the chance to meet him, it's gonna take everything Dude, I have you're, you're, not to you're, just have be to like, say, "Oh my God, George!" You're not Romero. gonna regret it one bit. It's, you're not gonna regret it. He, when he shook my hand, he's he's getting so up there where his hand is shaking. So here's the um, thing: I a few years so back, great, though. a few years back, I got the chance to meet President. Barack Obama, and uh, I have to say what? one of the few what? things the that fuck could, are you wait, talking wait, about, shampoo? What? This is not true. This is not true. No, it is. I, I have pictures. Pictures where it didn't happen. I, I got a chance to meet President Barack Obama. I got the chance to shake his hand, and meeting George Romero is one of the very few, and when I say very few, I mean there's about three people that could top that, that people that I could meet and shake their hand that would absolutely top that, and George Romero is one of them. And Day of the Dead is my favorite Romero flick, and that's my pick for round number five. No, but you said it was your favorite zombie flick, right? It is. It's my favorite zombie flick. It's my favorite wow. Romero flick. Day of the Dead. Hey, I, I I love this movie. I love it you're, so you're much. You're the minority, but I, I give you major props for that because most people go to either Night of the Living or Dawn, and I won't lie. Dawn is definitely my favorite. Dawn's Romero great. Flick. The, the Out of, of, of the zombie out of his uh, zombie films, for sure. The problem I run into with Dawn of the Dead is, honestly, I think the new Dawn of the Dead beats the original. You know what? I I, I won't lie to you. I love Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, and I'm one person out of the minority that loves remakes and reboots when they actually are up to par. No, I I love a good remake. If the um, remake can outdo the original, or if it has that potential, or, or, or I will par, or, or be yeah. equal to, if or slightly can, equal to. If you can be even close, I'll I'll respect that. Day of the Dead is one of those movies that couldn't possibly be remade in any way, shape, or form. I can totally agree. Yeah. All right, so we got we got to move on. Shampoo took Day of the Dead with his last pick of the draft, which means I'm up with my last pick of the draft here in round five. And uh, funny that Shampoo uh, foreshadowed this. It's the it's the top of my draft board as we as as I look at it now with my fifth pick. I have to take from 1988. Child's Play, guys. Oh, Child's fantastic. Play. Tom Holland, yeah, another Tom Holland pick in the mix here. I'm so glad to see that. Tom Holland's great, man. He, Tom Holland's he's such a fantastic. Nice and and not only that. So, uh, I, if, if anyone out there has never seen Child's Play and has just heard about it or seen the poster or whatever, it's it's, it's a much better movie than you think it should Fist be. Fist yourself. It, it's crazy. Like we, oh, we watch it. Good for you. We watch it for our podcast. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Chucky child's play, uh, it's the best one of the entire series. I liked it when it was actually, uh, a little bit scary before it came, became stupid. Brad Dorf as Chucky. Brad Dorf as Chucky. Brad Dorf. 
so, uh, so hey, yeah. You. Hey, oh, do you oh, like playing with yourself, or oh, do you geez. just like playing with children? I don't did understand what into, that means. Did you just turn into the hopester? Because, good God, that sounds like the hopester. Who invited the hopester to this draft? That's Get all I have to ask. No one Get out of here, on no, one, no one likes you anyway. <laughs> I just come on whenever I feel like it. Justin just walked away to take a piss. I walked to the fridge to find only half a beer sitting there, and you mentioned playing with a child's penis. So I wanted to come on here and see what you was talking about. Oh my mostly, god! Mostly, we've been talking about just hating you. This just got this hating just, me. We, we've been I on here next to a dumpster. How can you hate me? Minutes, a hundred straight minutes of just like the hopester fucking sucks. We hate the hopester. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say on. this. This just got dark for even oh, a horror yeah. draft. We're talking about touching touching penis little. Gee, I. One thing I have up on all of you guys is I got to see Critters opening night in the theater. I may have been getting the top of my dick chopped off so I could eat it later in the part of a hot dog, but I still saw that shit. <laughs> now, I can't actually speak for that. The top of your dick is the best part of a hot dog. <laughs> oh, jeez. And, and you know what? Now, So I've got my fifth pick off the board, and... Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there and see who's going to actually make this pick. Is it going to be Justin or, or the Hopester? This is an important one with round five, his last pick. I hope he's back. Uh-oh. Uh, Hopester. 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 Justin, Hopester. Justin, Justin right hand or shit could, what's, shit could what's, get What's going to happen here? What's going to happen? Honestly, I just I, I came back from the bathroom. He was How'd over you here fight just... off the hopester that fast? There was no, there was not even a commotion. <laughs> that was dude, some he, John Wick type shit. He's, he's just like, wasted, well, hopester's gone. All I have to do is put my one finger on his shoulder, and he falls down on the ground. That I just lift him up and throw him over the balcony. <laughs> What's he weigh about? Apartment. He's got like just walk out and he'll fall asleep in the pool, and hopefully he's got he'll like eighty five <laughs> pounds of hepatitis riddled hobo. Right. Good good work, sir. Just throw some McDonald's fries in, in the other direction, and he'll run. So, yeah, just he, he's good. He's gone for now. Justin, you you've got your last pick. This is your your round five pick. Your last pick of the draft. Uh, what are you going to choose? Oh, man, this is really hard. I'm down to two films, um, two films which I adore very, very, very much. And I'm going to pick that film last minute while we record right now. And you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say this much. Thrill me. Oh, it's- yeah. Fuck Woo! it. Hey, nice. I love it. All I the love rest. it. Fred Decker's Night of the Fucking Creeps. Best yeah. I'll be honest, movie. I'll be honest. The other one that I had was a Joe Dante film, and I wanted to pick that. But you know what? Night of the Creeps is a film. Both of these films that I wanted to pick are films that I could. They're comfort movies to me that I love so so much. But when I met Tom Atkins, I've met him a couple times. But when I met him two you years ago, you son of a bitch for real. He's oh he my felt, god. He felt like my dad. He looked like my dad. Number one, they both have the mustache that they never got rid of since the early eighties. Um, and they they both act the same. And what's the other Joe I, Dante? Was it the Burbs? Howling, howling. Oh, okay, okay. Um, nice. Uh, nice. Both both amazing. And you know, it's it's very difficult for me to choose, honestly. But you know, like when it comes down to it, um, Fred Decker. This was his first major motion picture. It failed miserably. And the guy's been in a, in a rut ever since. He did this. He did Monster Squad, which failed. And then the poor guy. Another went great movie, Robo Monster Three. Monster Squad uh, is great. I love, love Monster, Monster Squad. Monster Squad is amazing. Um, but you know, 
the guy went off and he he lost his career because none of his movies made any money, but they became cult favorites. Now, he is writing and he has wrote the new Predator film with uh, Shane Black, so hopefully that does well. But I the point being good. is his his sensibilities that go into his writing and his directing are perfect, especially with Tom Atkins. Hey, Justin. Justin, I have some good news and I have some bad news. The good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're, they're dead. dead. <laughs> so oh, I, won't, I, I won't chime on anymore. Fred Decker's Night of the Creeps. That's my final pick. Just because absolutely, it's my this, this is my this is my heart pick. I can't lie. I love this movie. Oh, the man. passion. I feel like all five of your picks, you just like grab me by the fucking heartstrings, and you're just like, hey, let's grab a movie that's just absolutely incredible that I couldn't bring myself to pick. I, I love all the movies on my list, and I narrowed it down from like 55, 60. I'm not going to lie. I love all the movies that all of us have. Okay. Me wait, too, wait, wait, too, wait. Let's, so we still got one more pick, guys, before we start, you know, giving each other hand jobs around here. So can we, can we start with I the wish one of you I'd like my hand job early, please. <laughs> so, uh, so with the last pick of the draft, the last pick of round five, Chris gets to. Uh, the last end. and also totally the least. Oh, shampoo. you're off the you're off you're off your own podcast, Chris. What? How are you going to end this up? What, what's your final pick, sir? Make us uh, proud, Chris. Make us proud. Shut up, shampoo. Anyways, <laughs> I love you, buddy. Uh, so with my last pick, I am also going to preface it with a Tom Atkins line, and that's going to be yes. That's why God made fathers. My yes! pick is the yes! Stephen King. Slash George Romero classic Creep Show. Yes. This is a perfect anthology. On the show that I am on, I love you. I love you. No one picked this on an '80s horror movie draft. I was about to go in my room, pull out my twenty-two, and blow my fucking brains out right now. Seriously, I love you so (laughs) much. Much like Stephen King. This is is literally why we are friends. It's why we're friends. (laughs) <laughs> wow. uh, so why'd you pick it Chris go ahead I mean it's it's amazing uh, it, this is a perfect horror anthology flick you got great performances and the first time you'll ever or maybe the only time has Leslie Nielsen ever played a villain before because he was fucking awesome in this movie he'll, he'll uh, leave your ass he, in the sand I don't man. know if he's ever played a villain or not but I know he's never played a straight man like he did in Creepshow yeah, he was no, no he, Wait a minute. He started off playing straight man. No, he Not played like the he, he played the villain show. in Surf Ninjas. Guys, don't forget <laughs> Surf Ninjas. I forgot about Surf Ninjas, but yeah, everything. Can you like, believe the picture that's on this? And I can also say Ed Harris's dance rivals Crispin's Glover's dance from Plus Friday the Thirteenth. Cemetery whiskey. Cemetery whiskey in this movie. Yeah, it's it's got it's a great anthology. Uh every every segment's strong. I, I'd have to say my least favorite was the one with uh Stephen King in it, but every every segment is fantastic in this movie. Uh great special effects. Uh you know this this would probably be my favorite uh horror anthology movie ever. Answer Actually. me this real Man. quick, not to cut you off. Answer me this: What hmm. horror anthology is better than the first Creep Show? Nothing. Please. I'd I have to me. say this is is the Man. best. Twilight Zone, the movie, is really good. Creep Show Two is really good, but 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 both, but, but better. Than I think the first Creep Show. I don't know if either of them can actually top it. I mean, best case scenario, they can tie, 
There um, you go. I think if you look at the the both creep shows, the best segment is the raft. But after that, I mean, where do you go? I think all of the best segments are in the first movie. There you go. That's all Absolutely. I had to say. Case closed. You did a fantastic yeah. pick with that there. I, I very much support yeah, that I, and endorse that pick. It was on my we, list. We thank you, sir. So, now, so, Chris Chris can back me up here. We did an episode on Creep Show, and it was one of the most fun episodes we did on our entire show. Um, you I only say so that because we drank five fucking beers and you're an alcoholic. You know, you know, whatever. Don't <laughs> fucking. It doesn't matter what my reasoning is for being on the show, Chris. I might be the alcoholic of the show, but that doesn't mean I don't love Stephen King, and I really do. But I mean, you look at it's Stephen King, it's George Romero, it's Tom Savini, it's the fucking the Marvel master. With the actual comic book in Jack Kirby, how can you do better than Creepshow One? I don't think you can. I love your picks. I really do. If I if I decided to vote for anyone other than myself, I think I'd vote for you. I really do. Oh, shampoo, shampoo. I might, so I might be so, biased, but I've been drinking for a long time. So 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 guys, let's uh so let's look at the let's look at the draft board uh as it's me. as it's vote been uh finished vote here. Shampoo, uh, you have on your team Nightmare on Elm Street, The Fly, Gremlins, Poltergeist, and Day of the Dead. Fucking I have all star lineup, baby. Uh, shut, shut up, shampoo. No. So uh, I have settle the, yourself, Mrs. Winters. Settle yourself. <laughs> I have The Thing, The Shining, Evil Dead Two, The Lost Boys, and Child's Play. It's a good uh, list. Justin E. has uh, Dream Warriors, Friday the 13th, Final Chapter, Fright Night, Demons, and Night of the Creeps. Also Chris Chris has American Werewolf in London, Evil Dead 1, Aliens, Return of the Living Dead, and Creep Show. Let's face also it, guys. good list. We all have great lists. There's, there's you, no way do around want to hey, hey, do you, any of you guys want to do a 20-movie marathon? Because <laughs> fuck, man. This really, is, this is I love... Tight. It's going to be tough. There is... There's the, yeah. not one movie on that entire list that I'm like that movie sucks. I love all of them. Right. None of us made a bad pick. Not a not there a should one. There should be honestly, not guys. I'll one. put this out there, and if Shock Top agrees, we'll go with it. Um, <laughs> we should do part two to this, winners. We should do a part two to this, like later on, like an '80s horror part two. Because there's so many more movies that we could do on a draft. Oh like, man, come on, Th- that's because you. Do you know why there's so many movies? Because that the you 80s could do horror here? is the best. It's, it's the greatest the best. ever. It is the the decade for horror, and it's why our it's show also, exists. It's because also there's the about a hundred movies, in my opinion. Eh. No, I agree with that too. For, Absolutely, Justin, Justin, and Chris. It's not just the decade for horror. It's not just the decade for action. It is the decade. It's the best decade for movies. The 80s, if you don't count, like, just ridiculously fucking pretty movies, is it's the decade for movies. I would argue that there's more movies that were made from 1980 to 1989 that are just some of the best movies that have ever made over any other decade. Now, granted, there's some movies in the 90s that would give it a run for their money, but... The 80s were just a tremendous decade for movies. It and really and this isn't you being just drunk and rambling on. You're no, he's, no, no, it, it really I, isn't. I, I can legitimately... No, granted, it is me. Honest. To be fair, it is me being drunk and rambling on, but I am being honest at the same time. 
So, so I, I, I know Justin suggested doing another one, but uh, are you guys? We usually talk about stuff that's left, uh, left, not drafted. So, kind of honorable mentions that you guys may have. Do you want uh, me to do an honorable mentions? Honorable so mentions. I've got, I've got several. Do you guys want to list off some of your honorable mentions uh, that you reanimator? Didn't get to? Reanimator was yeah. one. I have, I have ten movies that didn't even get brought up. During this entire draft, I could go down the line. Are we going to do that? Right. Do, yeah, I have. I have a line as well. And I guarantee you, <laughs> we could do five I, more rounds. And I guarantee you, the movies I have picked wouldn't even get brought up. I think at this point we should just mute shampoo. Just mute, totally mute him from the mute podcast. Him. Mute me. Uh, hey, mute, you know what? Mute Throw him. me. Let's do it. <laughs> um. Let's see. So I have we we talked about season of the witch. That was actually the yep, top. That would be there. The top that I have even taken. Justin, I've got. You know what we didn't even bring up? What? What's that? The original appearance of Jason. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Hey Sackhead Jason. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what was on my list? Ooh. What? Ooh. Ooh. Part yeah. two. Part three. Part six. Part two and I love part, all of part them. Two, part I mean, two. Part how about, three. Part seven. We. We how talked about, about six. I'd go. We six. talked about scanners is on there. We talked about Video critters. Game. How about my, Hellraiser? My bloody Video Valentine. Drone. Hellraiser. Fantastic Videodrome. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre. Sleepaway Camp. Near Dark. Prince of Darkness. Uh, the I know that Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. <laughs> oh my God! The eighties. There are Kill. no near dark. The how there are. Oh, I love the game. Fucking Valentine, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Killer killer clowns from outer space, guys. Guys, Killer clowns. There are the burning sleepaway camp. Mad man. Forty to sixty movies in the eighties that we didn't even bring up during this episode. That could have been uh, reasonable fucking draft picks. Hundreds. Shit, the howling didn't hundreds. even make the cut. I mean, I got close to that, but right. Night so, of so, the fucking demons, people. Okay. Night of the right. demons. Love Night of the demons. Zombie and Zombie Two didn't even make the list. So Pumped there's only the there's demons. only twenty there's only twenty movies on the board, guys. So there's there's tons of movies that we left uh, off the board, but Terminator. It, Anyone who's listening to this podcast needs to go once they listen to this to our Twitter, So American Movie Geek at Movie Geekcast, or our Facebook, and vote for the team you think who's the best at the end. Is it Shampoo? Is it me? Is it Justin from Epic Film Guys? Is it Chris? Um, it's gonna be a tough vote, guys. I I, I think we got I see a lot of good lists here. Don't worry, it's it's Shampoo. Don't vote. It's for not Shampoo. shampoo. I mean, no, 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 no. He's you know you know what don't even worry about it. You know what? Don't even worry about it because no matter what, fucking hashtag movie pod squad network. (laughs) Some of the greatest podcasts that have ever been designed and created (laughs) and and talked about. I will totally agree with you. You're totally coherent in that statement. I'm coherent enough. Movie Pod Squad Network is where it's at. So if you haven't listened to any of these shows, be sure to make sure you check those fucking podcasts out. We have So I Married a Movie Gate. We have Bud's <laughs> Beers and Brutality. 
and we have the epic film epic guys. Film we guys have super podcast. movie. We have super movie bros. We have epic film guys. We have who spiked the puns. We have more gooder than. We have via VHS. We have, we have now in Technicolor. We have There's cult so forty five. Some of the greatest movie podcasts that have ever been talked about, and we have just <laughs> got started. And we still haven't figured out how to mute shampoo, but You'll I'm going to go to... never figure it I'm, out. I'm going to go to Chris on this. You know, how thank to mute you guys shampoo? for taking I can't a, tell you. Taking it apart. I have to, I have to Chris ask Chris... Chris has been trying to mute me since May of 2016. Where, where can we find you, Chris? You, Shampoo? Where can we find your podcast online? At 3B Horror Pad on almost everything... Uh, iTunes, everywhere, we're fucking everywhere. No, uh, tune in, fucking Google uh, Stitcher, Pod, and you will find us. Well, yeah, just listen to his belligerent ass. You, you can do that. So, you want to Google, Google, uh, almost Pod. everywhere. Google, Google, Pod, Google, so. Google, fucking, fucking Rugal, Rugal, shampoo, nineteen. <laughs> 3B Horror Pod, we're everywhere. We are everywhere. You can't avoid us. We'll come find you. We're going to find your mom, and we're going to get her to go out on a date That's not a good way to get listeners. We're going to take her out, and we're going to have a real good time. We're going to take her out to a movie. We're going to take her out for drinks. We're going to make her love us, and we're going to make her call us every single day, and then we're never, ever, ever going to call her again. Oh God! That's the worst so, ever. That's our motto. That is literally our motto. It's Take not our motto. Never call not our again. motto. Bud's beers. Bud's beers. Brutality. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> me some buds. We love smoke. you guys. But I smoke. real, I want to smoke. 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 Oh man, Sham- shampoo. You know what? Someday we're gonna we're gonna come when we're gonna steal Epic Film Guy Justin, and he's never even gonna be on Epic Film Guys anymore. He's just gonna be three B Justin. And Nick's gonna just be like, "What the fuck? I'm stuck with Loy sauce." Oh Lord, Justin, where can we find you online, sir? www.epicfilmgaze.com, ladies and gentlemen. Again, that's www.epicfilmgaze.com slash radio voice. <laughs> good radio. At uh, Epic Film good Guys radio voice. on Twitter. At Epic Film Guys on Instagram. At Epic Film Guys on Facebook. And Epic Film Guy Nick can be found. I don't know where, but he's on Twitter. He's on Twitter in the dumpster with the hopster. He's literally on. He's literally on Twitter twenty seven hours a day. Oh man! So, um, so thanks guys for joining me in this podcast in this competition that we call Fancy Movie Draft. I had a great time. I think in terms of all the 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 drafts we've done so far, I think the lists are kind of. very similar in in greatness. They're all very great. We're gonna put it up to the people online to see who who they vote for for the best. But uh, yeah, thanks 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 for being here. Except for shampoo. Except nah, for shampoo. Man. Chris hey, and Justin, hey, thank you hey, for being you here. Pleasure, shampoo. You vote for shampoo. I'll come click. I'll I'll come clip your cat's toenails. What the fuck? Vote for, vote for <laughs> shampoo. I'll, vote for shampoo. I'll clip your cat's toenails because you all know that you hate it whenever it starts chewing up your your furniture. I'll clip your cat's toenails and it won't fuck up your couch. It's a weird Such an odd to campaign. Nah, yeah, man, it's it's great. Wes, you grossed everyone out Nick. just listening to this. Other Justin, I know you're on the show, but vote for us anyway. Dude, hey, you know we what? Know Feel sorry for me because I have to deal with this all the time. 
Sometimes I just show up at Chris's house and I'm just like, hey, I'm just going to hang out with your kids because I like the way they play Super Mario Bros. I'm going to clip your daughter's toenails. Once you invite me on for some kind of show, then I will be (laughs) in your back end there. I'll be supporting you hardcore. I'm always up for being That's a weird thing to say in the radio voice. (laughs) Hey, Whoa! I'm gonna come be up in your back end because I'm um, Justin. No, but seriously, someday and someday soon, Justin from EFG is gonna be on our show, and it's gonna be fucking awesome, and we cannot wait because Nick, I know you're listening right now, and you know what? Get your shit together. Like horror films, they're great. Shut up, Nick. God damn it. So on that note, I will also say uh, <laughs> shut up, Nick, but also shut up, Shampoo. Um, yeah, I second I shut you. up, Shampoo. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I never <laughs> asked to be here, and you invited me anyway. This is your fault. Um, I love all you guys. You're in my new uh, fraternity of movie podcast friends. Um, I hope to do this again with you guys someday. Um, but if probably you guys are, not soon. Probably, probably not for Shampoo. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but you guys can, uh, if you're listening to this, you can reach, you can find our podcasts everywhere you can, you can find, find podcasts. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, we're everywhere. You can find us at Movie Geekcast on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to this fancy movie draft. Like I said, go online and pick your, your favorite team on Facebook or Twitter. And, Mostly shampoo. Uh, don't pick shampoo. Pick don't shampoo. pick shampoo. Uh, no, but, but for real. You can no find shampoo. Us all. You no can shampoo. find us all at movie pod. Can he close his own com. show out, shampoo? Jesus. No, he can't. Hashtag, I'm taking over. Hashtag, I, hashtag movie pod I squad feel like, out there. I feel like I showed up and I'm just like, you know what? So you married a movie geek's fucking pod <laughs> brethren or something like that. And with that, we're going to close out shampoo for the night. We're going to close out this podcast at... And we're going to see everyone next week. Thanks, guys. 